Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and this week we're airing a message entitled Repentance. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Real repentance, according to Webster's 18... 1828 is sorrow or deep contrition for sin sorrow because it's an offense to God it's a dishonor to God and a violation of his holy law this is called evangelical repentance and is accompanied and followed by an amendment of life sorrow for our sins and an amendment of life let me challenge you this morning before we go any further When's the last time you repented of something? When's the last time you say, well, I'm saved. I I, I get that. But I mean, as a Christian, when is the last time God spoke to your heart and you said, I'm wrong about that? Why are those words so hard to form in our mouths? Now, as I said earlier, we're pretty quick to see where the other guy blew it. But when's the last time God spoke to your heart as a believer? And he said, you know, I need to repent of that. I need to change. I need to amend what I've been doing. Let's talk about the threefold nature of repentance. Number one, it involves the intellect. The intellect. Uh, Take your Bibles and go to Matthew chapter 21. (coughs) And a story of two sons here. And in Matthew chapter 21, verse 28. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. Now later Jesus is going to say, This son represents the Gentiles, the people that weren't considered God's people, God's chosen people. And he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Now, that second son represented Israel with the the, the loudest and most open profession of faith and being God's people, God's chosen people. The lip service was there. The happy talk, as they would say in the military, I go, sir, and went not. Whither of them twain did the will of his father? They say unto him, the first, Jesus saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. And John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and ye believed him not. But the publicans and the harlots believed him, and ye, when ye had seen it, there's that word, repented not afterward that ye might believe him. No, they just got jealous of the Gentiles. And notice how they got ornery with Jesus every time Jesus brought the Gentiles into the discussion. In their mind, the Gentiles were below them, the Gentile dogs, as they called them. Paul's giving his testimony in the book of Acts one time before the Jewish leadership, the religious leaders, and they're listening right along. And even listening to things about Jesus appearing to Paul or Saul, as it were, and they were okay with that. And then, and, then, and then Saul used that word Gentiles. 
And the place just came apart. They, they, just, they just couldn't handle the idea that those Gentiles were anywhere near equal to them, but never mind a leg up on them. And what was the problem? Here were God's chosen people, the caretakers of Scripture. Folks, every author in this blessed book is a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Your Savior comes from the tribe of Judah. Wonderful what God bestowed on Israel. Yet they came to a place where they could no longer turn away from their sin and to God and develop the hardness in their heart. And so what did they need? They needed, they needed repentance in the intellect. They needed to change their minds. They needed to change their minds. Can I challenge you this morning? Is there something you need to change your mind about? Is there a pet sin you've been keeping around? You feed them every day. You send them to obedience school. Huh? And, and you know, it's just, it's pretty harmless having them around. Repentance involves the intellect. Changing our minds. This one son said, I'm not going. And he got thinking about it, and he changed his mind, and he went. And he went. He did the will of the Father. He did the will of the Father. You got some unfinished business between you and the Lord. It's been laying there for a long time. There's still time to repent for us to change our minds. Um, notice also it involves the emotions. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 7. And 2 Corinthians chapter 7, we'll see that repentance involves the intellect, a change of mind, but also it involves the emotions as well. Verse 7, for, and not by his coming only, but by the consolation wherewith he was comforted in you, when he told us your earnest desire, your mourning and your fervent mind toward me, so that I rejoice the more. For though I made you sorry... With a letter, I do not repent, though I did repent. For I perceive that the same epistle hath made you sorry, though it were but for a season. What's Paul saying here in verse 8? He was saying, look, I, I didn't really want to make you sorry on a human level. Uh, you, know, I, I, I've, you know, I've heard guys stand up behind the pulpit and, you know, basically... Tell everybody they're a slam bam, thank you, ma'am, preacher, and if you don't like it, lump it, stick it behind the door and bump it and all that other stuff. But there really aren't too many people that are much different than Paul here. He says, though I did repent. But but he said that sorrow is but for a season. And and he rejoiced in what it produced. And we live in this day and age, and I think most of us know it, where the modern church is all about, you know, the church service has got to put a big, all-teeth smile on your face by the time you walk out that back door, and, and, the, and, the, and, and God needs to know that a good time was had by all. Because that's really what he's concerned about. But is it possible that God wants us to come to church sometimes? Is it possible God wants us to read our Bibles first thing in the morning? Is it possible that God wants us to be sorrowful for our sins that we need to turn away from and repent of? 
And so many of these sins are so hard to see because they're the pets that I just talked about. They're the things, well, that's just the way I am. I hear Christians say this stuff and it's, 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 it's harvested right out of the, right, right out of the garden of uh, psychology. Well, you'll just have to accept me the way I am. No, I don't. <laughs> Here's another one. You just have to respect me. Nah. <laughs> respect is earned. He says, but now I rejoice, verse 9. Not that you were made sorry. I, I wasn't just trying to make you feel sad just for feeling sad's sake. But he says, but that ye sorrowed to repentance. For ye were made sorry after a godly manner. That you might receive damage by us in nothing. Now look at verse uh, 10. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation. It isn't salvation, but it works repentance to salvation. It qualifies us for that pardon not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. And I think one of the most glaring examples of that sorrow of the world would have been Judas. Judas's uh, repentance. It was a different kind of sorrow. It wasn't a, a godly sorrow. Verse 11, notice that the, the amending of the ways here. He says in verse 11, For behold, the selfsame thing that ye sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you, yea, what clearing of yourselves, yea, what indignation, yea, what fear, yea, what vehement desire, yea, what zeal, yea, what revenge. Do you know why, why sin is just leaching into our culture and every nook and crack, a crack and crevice and, and weaving itself within the warp and woof and fabric of our society? It's because we don't have enough of what you just looked at there in verse 11. Against sin, starting with our own sin, indignation, fear, vehement desire, zeal, Revenge. And so things have gotten so muddled that now I was watching something the other day. And this transgender stuff gets so confusing sometimes, I get lost on the trail. It, it was this boy that was becoming a girl that was wrestling as a girl. Or was it a girl that was becoming a boy that was wrestling at a gir- as a girl? And the feminists were split and some were against it and some were for it. But the big question now was, would he be wrestling as a boy or a girl, depending on if she was a he or he was a she next year? And I said to my wife, I said, did you get that? How did we get to that point? We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Repentance by Pastor Rick DeMichael. Repentance is critical and important. Without repentance, there is no salvation, and repentance is connected with becoming saved. Repentance qualifies us for a pardon, but it does not entitle us to a pardon. It is faith in the finished work of Christ that entitles us to that pardon to be saved. If you are listening here today and you are not saved or unsure about your salvation, and you want to be with Christ up in heaven one day and experience the magnificence of God himself, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208 888 4545. That's 208-888-4545. And someone on the other hand will be glad to help you and walk you through the plan of salvation. 
As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information. We also invite you to join our live streams on Facebook and YouTube for weekly encouraging messages. And if you just so happen to be in the area, we have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college-age groups. Thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth, a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and may God bless you in the coming weeks and days ahead.